Welcome to the book club. That sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me as always is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? Hi, Ellen. It's going great. Awesome. Today, we are going to be talking about Lush Money by Angelina M. Lopez. But first, mom, would you rather be a billionaire with a corporation to run or royalty with a principality to run? Hmm. It would probably depend on the corporation or the principality. Because definitely (laughs) some corporations, you know, like she had hers up and running to where it was like running itself. And that would be much better than trying to get one up and running. Yeah. And, you know, principality would depend on what the country was you were running or what the area was that you were running. I think I would go with the billionaire because there's a little bit more freedom. There is. And, you know, the billionaire comes with money where principality, as we know from reading this book, does not necessarily come with money. So Yeah. Well, and, like, also freedom to kind of be yourself more so. Right. You don't have to live up to expectations of everybody else. Yeah. Um, Okay. So today we're going to be talking about Lush Money by Angelina M. Lopez. It is the first book in her Filthy Rich series. The second book, Hate Crush, comes out this June. Um, Here's the back cover description. (laughs) You're not even going to give us a a week reason why? I am feeling better, though, this this week, in case you can't tell. There has been less hacking, and I must say I appreciate that. So. You're welcome. I did it just for you. Just for me. Good. Finally, you've done something for me. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so the back cover description says, A marriage of convenience and three nights a month. That's all the sultry, self-made billionaire wants from the impoverished prince. And at the end of the year, she'll grant him his divorce with a settlement large enough to save his beloved kingdom. As Latinx women woman roxanne medina has conquered small town bullies ivy league snobs and boardrooms full of men she's earned the right to mother a princess and feel a little less lonely at the top the offer she's made is more than generous and when the contract's fulfilled they'll both walk away with everything they've ever wanted principe i don't know how to that's how you would principe Prin- is, how you would, prince. <laughs> is how you would I just say kept saying prince in italian um <laughs> Principe Matteo Ferdinand Juan Carlos de Esperanza y Santos is one of the top wine growers in the world, and he's not marrying and having a baby with a stranger, even if the millions she's offering could save his once legendary wine-producing principality. But the successful single-minded beauty uses a weapon Prince Matteo hadn't counted on his on his own desire. <laughs> I was really stumbling over that one. Um... Mom, what did you think of Lush Money? Ellen, I really liked this book. I think I might... Borderline loved, I think. Yeah, I think I might have loved this book. And I think it was a book that hit me at the right time. I think maybe another mood I could have been in, I could have liked it less. But I had a lot of fun with this one. Well... It just because life happens, I wound up where I only I had to read it in a short amount of time. But I was so engrossed that I just I I had no problem like getting through it. 
Yeah. I um, basically had given myself uh, an afternoon to read this book. <laughs> so I think that also, but I think that might have helped, especially reading some of the listener comments. People talk about like certain slumps in this book, but I think like forcing myself to sit in one sitting and read this whole book, um, I think might have helped my enjoyment of it. Well, I also went or started it. I was worried. I didn't have high expectations, to be honest, because no, when I started you it, didn't. <laughs> when I started it, I didn't like her at all at the beginning mm-hmm. of the book. And because they just start out hitting it like right off the bat, I thought, oh, this is going to yeah, be one like of those books. Five percent. Yeah, I mean, like right <laughs> off the bat. That's and, literally the first and thing And it wasn't do. <laughs> like a nice tender hitting it. It was a hitting it. Yeah. And um, yes, I kind of thought, oh, this is just going to be one of those books where they just hit it all the time and talk about sex all the time and and I was really not expecting much but then once I got up in the story I was like oh I I loved it I loved reading it I thought it was a great book yeah I I thought it was also great um we'll talk about some elements that I enjoyed more as we go along and maybe some that I didn't like as much but uh mom what did you think of Roxanne as our heroine I okay I didn't like her at first. And Mm -hmm. she even, I mean, there was even a marked difference in her personality between how she was, because she goes back to kind of that personality in the end during the conflict. Yeah. I'll say. And there's a marked difference in those personalities where Mm -hmm. she kind of turns on her boardroom persona. Mm -hmm. And, but as you get to know her, I thought she was fantastic. And even though she was, um, you know, this, tough billionaire built my own business kind of billionaire she still Mm -hmm. had these insecurities and things she was trying to get over Mm -hmm. and it was all written very believably and I really I I enjoyed her character quite a bit yeah um she's not the most likable in the beginning and I think that is due to some of her actions that she takes she's kind of cold um but what I liked about her so I think with him which we're going to talk about he grows and changes and develops, but I think she's kind of more revealed throughout the I agree the with that a, a thousand percent. I agree. And because I think she's she's always been good and likable and all of these things, but you learn more about her as the book kind of progresses. And I really liked kind of that journey for both of them and having the two in one book to see someone, you know, have to grow and grow up a bit in Mateo and to see her kind of come out of her shell more. If anything, her journey was just learning that she was loved because I think she just felt no one loved her and she had to go pay someone to give her a baby and be married to her. And um, so that would be her journey. But I agree with you that most of her personality was just kind of revealed as the story went on. And, um, but he did, he did, he did do some growing. And I mean, I guess that is a a process of growth, you know, in learning to open yourself up a little bit more and recognize, you know, things around you. But, um, but yeah, so I, yeah, like in the beginning, in the beginning, I just was like, okay, I just obviously have to buy into this plot that she wants a princess baby and I just need to, you know. just accept that and and honestly I think that doing that in the beginning 
just helped me like the book a lot more. Right. Um, but also, yeah, I just, I really like grew to love her as just like he did, you know, yeah. as the book progresses. And yeah, I really liked her. I thought she was a great character and, you know, with a lot of depth and hidden crevices. Well, and because and of that, because of the way it just it's a shout out and this is her first book right this is i believe so I'll from what check i that. read I, i'm pretty sure it's her first book um kudos to her because it was just such a well-written character and yeah. you know the fact that we're able to sit here and say look at how well she was revealed throughout the book is because we're such experts no but, <laughs> no but it's a you know shout out to her writing ability to to have that progression in in how well her writing exposed her as a character yes and this is her first book at least under you know this right. name and things like that um okay what did you think of mateo as our hero well he was a bit of a sweetheart as well um <clears throat> i really liked uh first of all he was a hottie um <laughs> i don't know if this is where i should bring this up Probably. So he worked at he worked at UC Davis. Now, yes, I, this was my one little quibble about, and maybe this is what was throwing me off at the beginning of the book. Part of it, um, I live about twenty minutes from UC yeah. Davis. Can we say? <laughs> if you look on a map, you'll be it'll be easy for you to figure out where I live. Um, and then it keeps talking about her being in San Francisco, and it just sounds like they're just hopping back and forth. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, traffic between those two places is. Hellacious the worst on probably a good day of anywhere other than LA anywhere on the planet. I mean, they were always with like drivers and things like that, so there was like, well, they weren't always, I suppose, but but like he was working in his lab and and she just shows up at his lab and I'm like, okay, that's an hour and 45 <laughs> minutes at least drive. Maybe he's <laughs> at one of those, you know, like uh Remote. Satellite lab. Yeah, satellite location. I, that's what I was thinking, too. I said, well, maybe it's closer to San But then later on, when they talk about him uh, or them buying a house in between Davis and San Francisco, and by the way, that's not a real place where that town was. But um, I was just like, oh, yeah, because that makes me think, okay, his lab is in Davis. and But I get it. It's an ag co- college. There's probably another, not another ag college nearby San Francisco so she yeah. went with Davis. Or it's it's definitely the most high profile at right. college within. So, you know, bless her heart. <laughs> and that's just me because I know the area so well. Yeah, and... <laughs> no, I, I, I recognized that as well, but decided to overlook it. Um, well, I did too. But anyway, um, that just cracked me up. However, I thought he was great. I, I loved the whole idea of him. Just thinking, I mean, just really blood, sweat, and tears for these people because he really wanted to save, you know, the people that look to him to be saved. And and um, and then really finding out that he really had let them down in so many ways. Yeah. And here he thought he, he was doing everything within his power to help them, but he really had let them down in a lot of ways. He wasn't really helping them the way they needed and. So anyway, also well, a shout out to her writing because it was just really great character development. And I love about that, that it's the women around him that call him out on his bullshit, right? Yeah. And all of these women around him are like, I know you love these people. I know I know how much, you know, 
this kingdom means to you, but you're not showing it in a way that other people understand, you know? And I really liked that journey for him. And I, you know, we've read other royalty books and um, I liked kind of that angle of of this. Uh, well, and I liked how, you know, they write him as a character who has, you know, he's got his royal blood and and so he's got his stature and he knows how to like intimidate people with his Mm -hmm. princeliness however inside he's got a bazillion insecurities about Mm -hmm. not being a good prince not being good enough for her not being i mean he really he's got daddy issues (laughs) big time well he deserved them and um so i really liked you know the how she wrote him to be just Yes, he's this prince. Yes, he's he's got this, you know, drive to be a good prince. But he really falls short in a lot of ways and and it it really makes him very insecure and is really what drives him away from her in the conflict. So, yeah. I also liked that he seems, you know, kind of more like a normal guy, you know, he's got his baseball caps that he's always wearing yeah. and he's always tinkering with his vines and things like that t-shirt and jeans look and yeah yeah um he so obviously he pisses you off i mean like so she pissed me off more in the beginning and then he pisses me off more in the end but um yeah i liked that like i said all these women around him called him out on getting his shit together felt it was never one of those conflicts where i felt like uh Annoyed you know, by them. Yeah, they were, be, they were handling it wrong. I mean, you could see why both of them kind of did what they did, and then you knew it was going to turn out okay. But it wasn't a, you know, I'm going to turn off my tel- cell phone and never let you explain anything to me. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of happened towards it the end. It did sort but... <laughs> of happen, but it still was not um, to the point of... Immature. Like, they weren't well, And being, no one like... got to explain. There was... You know, it wasn't like, I need to explain this and you won't let me explain it. There wasn't really that until, you know, he decided to pull his head out of his butt. And Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about the conflict in a little okay. bit. Um, Mom, this is a slightly bonkers plot, but did it work for you? I mean, we've got Evil King, Marriage of Convenience, like secret contractual baby, paparazzi, secret royal brother, billionaire with a secret past. There's a lot of secrets going on in this book. Um, <laughs> so, was. I mean, that was what, actually one of the themes of, you know, what needed to be overcome. Yes. So what did you make of all of the, the bonkersness? I thought it was great. I was, I was invested. I, yeah. It kept me turning pages, so. I honestly think that the bonkers plot is what made it succeed for me. Um, One of the listeners, Elizabeth is actually who recommended this book, and um, she, I think it was her, who kind of compares it to, like, a telenovela plot. Oh, yeah, I could totally see that. (laughs) And it's, yeah, it's very much got a lot of that going on. Um, But, yeah, I, that, that was honestly, I think, what, what worked so well for me here was just the craziness of everything that was going on. And I think it was, I mean, I, when I was reading this book, I was kind of like, this is 
not, I mean, tonally, it seemed very different than other, than most of the other books we read. Um, plot wise, it's all very different. They felt very different from a lot of our romance heroes and heroines. In the beginning, I was kind of like, I don't really like either of these people, but, um, obviously that turned around for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I think kind of the craziness is a, what kept me engaged and, um, B, it just, yeah, like I, it just felt, it felt very different from. Well, and I think the craziness was needed because these two needed something to pull them together. And if it had just been their contract and the three days a month, and Mm -hmm. if there was nothing that pulled them out of that, Mm -hmm. then there would have been no reason for them to, you know, start leaning on each other more. And so I think all the crazy bonkers stuff was helpful with that. Yeah. Um, Mom, what did you make of Roxanne's plan, her initial plan for having a baby? Well, I didn't understand it. If she's, <laughs> you know, this crazy, I don't know. It just seemed like she could have met a guy. But I get that, you know, when you have that much money, you don't always trust. It does seem like you could just meet a guy. But I also think this, like, if you see celebrities, I'm like, how do they date? Like, how yeah. does that work? And um, apparently I was reading an article, and I don't remember where it was, but there's, like, a secret, like, you they like you're not even allowed to, like, say what the name of it is because it's so, like, VIP. But it's, like, a secret VIP Tinder where like celebrities and like rich billionaires like tinder and match up wow yeah weird right so anyway fight club only (laughs) a love club (laughs) number one you don't talk about love club love club i'm sure that's the name of it (laughs) rule number two don't Don't talk talk about about love love club Um, anyway, but yeah, so in the beginning, I did not like her execution and I didn't really understand. And honestly, I found it a little off-putting that she's like, yes, I deserve royal baby, of course. Like, duh. But like we were saying, as you kind of get to know Roxanne better, it all started to make more sense and, um, like, do I still agree with her execution and maybe, like, her request being sound? No, but you still get it more as the book right. goes along. And, you know, I like that she kind of, because of how she was brought up, she wanted, um, you know, her child to have, like, completely the opposite of the upbringing that she had and yeah being royalty would be complete opposite of i want to talk to her a little bit about because she wanted a daughter because she wanted a friend and a companion i want to tell her it never works out that way you're such a liar (laughs) that's the worst reason to have a daughter because it's just not gonna happen (laughs) whatever (laughs) Just my travel agent, Ellen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I am. Um, but and also the crazy baby plot also got us 
straight away into the sex. Well, straight yeah, before away. like anything else. <laughs> I, I mean, I literally started, I, I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those books where I'm just tired of the sex by like halfway through the book. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, I'm, do... sure, I'm sure that the sex will come up. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sure that, that the sex More than will the sex came up, Mom. Disgust. <laughs> um, do you think it was fair for him to resent her for the baby plot? You mean in the beginning? Sure. Well, his dad kind of sucked him in. His dad. Gosh. His dad. Is the <laughs> I think he's one of the worst people we've ever read. <laughs> We said his that a lot, but horrible. he was up there. Um, but his dad kind of, like, forced him into it. And then his dad immediately turns on him for yeah. it. I was like, what a douchebag. But, um, yeah, I get him resenting her for it, especially how cold and calculating she was about the whole thing. And well, I mean, and I did get really pissed off with her with the whole announcement and publicity well, that she put out I was thinking about that too him. and I I was pissed off at her too however they the author needed to set up a situation where she needed to make amends because then she felt like she needed to go apologize to his people so that had Spend to more happen. time together yeah so that had to happen in order for you know the balance to change a little bit mm-hmm. so anyway I, I got why the story did that but yeah I was a little mad at her for that I mean, so was he. I mean, we were supposed yes. to be mad at her for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was the intended, you know, experience there. And, um, you know, and they got caught, you know, messing around in a truck. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so I, yeah, I like I said, I flipped on, on both of them because she pissed me off more in the beginning and he pissed me off more in the end, which I think was all intentional but um yeah I understood and I think that's what made me like him you know more was that he did not want to go along with this I mean if he was just some rich billionaire who was like yeah sure I'll I'll whore out my my children and my body and you know all this stuff for money like he needed to to be resentful of this situation in order well, and for I liked, him to be And the whole character. idea of him changing the contract so that they had one date a month where they yeah. just talked and got to know each other. I, I don't know if in the beginning he really cared about getting to know her or if he just wanted to have some control of the contract. And, you know, it gave him some control say and some it. leverage and some say in it. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the resolution in this, in this conflict? So the conflict I would say is that she kind of puts herself out like, you know, as expected, they grow closer together through this marriage of convenience plot. And, um, she ends up, you know, revealing that she is now in love with him and he does not echo that sentiment even though it's very clear that he also feels the same way and kind of he kind of pushes her away but his insecurities reared their evil heads and that's what kind of threw him um and so then the resolution is that there's this whole press conference and it seems like he is he gives her the divorce that she has now asked for um and it seems that he is giving away his kingdom to be with her 
and it turns out that that's not maybe the case. So what did you think of all of the resolution? Well, it was a bit bonkers. Yes. It was a bit crazy. But it was fun. I mean, it was a fun ending to all of the... As soon as... Okay, so they revealed the the secret half-brother who looked like maybe he was going to take over the reign from him. Um... But as soon as they were talking, like, he's a ranger from Texas who had An army ranger from from Texas. Yeah, it's like, why would he want to take over this? I kind of figured that because I kind of figured he was kind of going to see what was going on and then still and not take the throne. I I didn't know exactly how that was going to play out. But... um, Excited for what I'm sure will be his eventual book, because yeah, because they they described him as handsome, so he's getting a obviously book. <laughs> square jaw, getting a book, um, and he's children, got some getting secret. a book. <laughs> he's got you know because he was talking about how like you shouldn't throw that away. Speaking yeah. from experience, well, I the next like, book is obviously about his sister, right? Yes, but, and I. Ugh, I thought she was going to wind up with what's her name's bodyguard. Me too, and but it's he's not. not. It's a second chance romance where I know. she. So, um, I mean, I didn't read the whole thing, but I did see that it was about her. And yeah. um, so I was a little disappointed because I would like her good-looking bodyguard. They described him as good-looking. He needs a book. <laughs> Maybe he's like novella His material. Quarterback you know? good looks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I thought they were going to wind up together. Yeah, but okay, so resolution. It was good. I, you know, it like you said, it was a bonkers kind of situation, but it was a bonkers plot that they needed to tie up. So, well, um, and I and I also I knew from the get-go. I mean, from the very beginning when people started saying, "We're going to expose your secret." I was like, "These two need to just come out and say, "Look, we started out with this contract, but Look at us. We fell in love. And now we want to get married and have We're our We're both hot. Sue us. <laughs> so, yeah. And we want to hit that forever. So, <laughs> yeah. so I knew from the get-go. It's like, all they need to do is just tell it everybody what they did. And, and they, then these people all lose leverage over them. You know? And, like, the king and the CEO from America and her mother all got, you know, what was what. Yeah. So that was yeah, they did. satisfying. He still got to be king, eventual prince king, you know. Um, so it was all wrapped up very nicely. And I I kind of knew he was going to sign the divorce papers so that they could start over and right. not be on contract. Um, and I thought, like, his letter to her was really sweet. It was really sweet. You know, he's like, I want my legacy to be you. I don't care about the rest right. of this stuff. So, um, it's good. Yeah. Well played, so, my friend. Well played. Yeah. Um, so at 5% of the way through this book, they have sex. So let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> so there's sex taking place in 95% of this book. Um, what, yeah. So this was a book that a lot of people were reading ahead of us and were saying, oh, you guys, uh, this one's going to be good because there's a lot of sexy times. Well, actually, there was less sexy times because there was a lot of times when he said, you know, he put the kibosh Kibosh. on it and said, no, we're not having sex. Um, There was actually less sex than I thought there was going to be. But um, it did get a little 
crazy, crazy at epic. times. <laughs> a little crazy. But it wasn't. Mom, I, mean, mom I would broken. agree. It's not mom friendly. I would say it's not a mom friendly book. However, um, I Ellen has hardened me to most of this stuff. <laughs> so true. I have a feeling like if we went back and read some of the books in the beginning that were just abhorrent to us, that you would be like, "What did we think was so bad? Why this? was this so bad?" <laughs> um, that's probably true. Um, <laughs> however, I mean, this did get a little, but it wasn't. No, it got saucy for sure. Um, but the interesting thing about this book is the sex in the beginning was very mechanical. It was very lust filled. It was very, Mm -hmm. and so you got to see actually Mateo and his golden prince cock or whatever it was. (laughs) Sure. But you got to see (laughs) the, um, progression of their sex life go from (laughs) that to, you know, now we're making love instead of just having sex. We've talked about this before. That's literally what they say in the book, too. Yeah, we've talked about this before, that there's books that we've read where there's a lot of sex scenes that take place, and it seems like they're just there to, like, get the reader, you know, hot and bothered, right? But this one, while there were some sexy scenes (laughs) that were pretty hot, um, it... It still felt relevant and prevalent to the story because you do see, like you were saying, you see growth taking place through those sex scenes. Yeah, and so well, a change in their yeah. attitudes and a change in the actual sex. It changes yeah. from just this mechanical, I just want your sperm inside my body to... I'm ovulating, impregnate me Impregnate now. you now. <laughs> I did like how it was like, uh, he's like, are we really going to have sex when you're not ovulating? Like, that was a big, a big <laughs> like thing. Like a big for, deal. Yeah. Um, no, and, and then there were also times when, you know, they... Because a lot of this is told in hindsight or in... Because we only got... Their time together each month, but then yeah. they would fill us in on what had been happening yeah. over that time that we missed. Which I thought worked really well for. I thought worked really book. well because uh, it it kept the story moving along. Yeah. Um, and we don't really care in a romance. We don't care about the times of the month when they're not together. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes they use that as a time to tell us yeah. know, how their feelings are and whatever. But anyway, they would just so she would back tell the story during the time that they weren't together. And sometimes some important things happen during that time. Yeah. But it still seemed like a good way to move the story along. I thought it was really well done. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of times where they just said, she said, we've been spending this time together and we had a lot of sex. And they didn't have to describe all the sex they were having. Just the fact that they were having sex and it wasn't her time of the month to ovulate mm-hmm. lets you know that, okay, this relationship is completely done in 180 and it's not just about impregnating her anymore it's you know there's feelings there and i don't think that it's coincidence that this a lot of that takes place when they're in kansas and he's starting to learn more about her and where she comes from and what she's really dealt with and he starts to get to know like the real her and i think that's like a big turning point in in their relationship and it kind of starts also in Spain when she's getting to kind of see where he comes from. Right. Right. And, um, and so, but I think a lot of that takes place in Kansas where it's like, 
we've been having crazy monkey sex, you know, for the past right. couple of months. But we don't need to see that. It's just the fact that they're having it when she's not ovulating is right. is telling enough. Um, and so I thought that because I was like you, I was concerned when we're getting sex at 5% of the way through the book. I'm like, oh, this is going to become one of those books where it's just like, Okay, I get it. Now they're now they're well, having know, oral. And I, okay, I, I know people no. had said on the Facebook page that, oh, this is going to be an embarrassing one for mom and Ellen to talk about because there's just the sex is crazy and not the charts. And and it did get a little crazy at times. I'm not saying that it did. Yeah, I hated it. It was horrible. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> However, um, <laughs> it wasn't one of those where I was just like, ah, another sex scene that I have to skim through. You know, because yeah. there have been many. I. I, I don't know. I, there's some books where it's just explained over and over and over and over again. And I get to the point where I'm just like skimming through. Okay, okay. It's just like what they did last time. And it wasn't like that at all. Mm-hmm. So, And uh, Mateo, he was a dirty talker. And we know that I don't like that at all. Yeah, we hate that. I hate that. <laughs> so oh, yeah, Ellen hates that. <laughs> so terrible to read. I hate it. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I have to say, you know, when we read The Chocolate Thief and I complained about the French. Yeah. And this one was well done in that when there was Spanish phrases, it was usually translated right afterwards. And I couldn't tell if it's because I know more Spanish than I know French. And even I know Italian, which kind of... um, Well, I know Spanish better than I know any other language, which is not very much, but better than I <laughs> so third best then but um <laughs> but uh you know other than English Spanish would be the next language I know a little the bit about of, yeah. yeah um I know how to tell parents that their kids are not doing well in school anyway um uh but this one was well done in that if there was a phrase that was pertinent to the story, it yeah, was explained. She said she ex- yeah. translated it. So, yeah, she did. She did a good job with that. Yeah. Mom, what was your swooniest moment? OK, I thought about this. You're going to steal mine. I know you are. I hope not. You're going to. Because I read what you had highlighted. Yeah. After the surgery. Is that yours? Gosh, dang you. And when, he just, he's just like, I want to just take care of you. Yeah. And he takes her in and showers her and washes her shampoos her hair. Her hair which as like, a, you know, someone who loves my hair played with, I was like, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Shampoo and that he, hair. Shampoo that hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he washes her body and then towels her off. And then they had crazy monkey sex. So. Yeah, that was mine too. You bitch. Sorry. Um, Sorry. <laughs> How am I supposed to know? <laughs> um yeah i really i liked that one a lot and and also i mean because then she's getting all all hot and he's like no i just i didn't want it to become about that i just wanted to, to take, take care, care of her of and he still takes care of her for the yes, most part in that <laughs> <laughs> um so that whole scene was just Nice. Luscious. Yes. But like, I thought it like, okay, what I loved about the shampooing the hair thing is like, he twirls her hair up on top of her head and she's like, what are you, 10? And, and then he puts 
soap on her nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, and he's like, I've I've never done this before, so you know. And I and I just thought that whole exchange was really sweet and and you know and then it got hot and that was nice too but yeah i'll tell you i teared up um well i teared up multiple times but i did tear up when he was having his conversation with his brother Mm -hmm. and his brother was just like do you love her he's like yeah i said go get her he says and he kept coming up with these he says just go get her just take care of it and go get her and he's like okay (laughs) but just his interaction with his brother, I thought was yeah. really, even though they were beating each other up, I thought it was really sweet. And then the fact when he said, and then I'll tell him that he used a girl move to take me. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I thought, um, yeah, there was a lot of sweet moments. And I really, I did love, my secondary Sunyas moment was probably the letter that he writes to her with the, divorce, the, papers, yeah, with the divorce papers, where he's like, I'm going to ask you to marry me a lot, but I don't want you to say yes right away. I want you to, like, make me work for it a little bit. I'm probably going to ask you to marry me every time I see you, but I want you to make me wait. Make me work for it. <laughs> and, um, and you know, and he says something along the lines of, uh, you know, I'm sorry that I didn't say I love you back because you giving that to me was the most beautiful and rare gift that, you know, I could have ever received and I so that whole letter was really was really nice as well it was nice um let's hear what some of the listeners thought uh Elizabeth who recommended this book she said this was my suggestion a suggestion so apologies in advance if it gets uncomfortable with your mom I thought the (laughs) writing was really strong in this and I loved the setting I had some issues with the length and pacing and the uncomfortable power dynamics of the first couple chapters but once I got into it and accepted accepted that it was like a crazy telenovela I enjoyed it I totally agree with that. Like, I just, when I started the first chapter, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to buy into all of this. And when I did that, I was like, this is great. I love this book. And so, yeah. I would agree. It, it Like I said, because I talked to you, I said, I'm only at like 12%, but I'm not sure if I'm going to like this book. Yeah. I said, I, I, I don't like her very much. Mm-hmm. It's just sex, sex, sex. I said, I, I just really was afraid I was not going to like this book. Mm-hmm. And Maybe that helped me like it more because once it got going, well, honestly, I had I think, low expectations. I think you saying that in the beginning made me just like because I think it a helped me get through the first couple chapters because I'm just like, okay, okay, well, this is what mom said she didn't like, so all right, this is not as bad as I was expecting. And then I think going in with kind of low expectations helped yeah. me enjoy it a lot more. Uh, Cassie said, I'm excited for this episode. Laughing emoji. <laughs> this book was just... I'm afraid a- we disappoint people. Should I really get, like... <clears throat> offended. You oh, my really- gosh. This was bonkers sex. <laughs> you really need to, like, start clutching your pearls more, Mom. Yes. Like, I've, I don't I've, have any. I mean, I do I've, have some, but I don't have Mon. <laughs> I've broken you with sex scenes. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. That's the whole premise of our podcast is that it's supposed to be uncomfortable to read with your mom. but So I need to make it more uncomfortable. Ellen, you know when he took his finger and did that thing? <laughs> you know when he was going down on her in the car and they caught a picture of it? How embarrassing. How embarrassing would that be? <laughs> no, it's when you start like comparing it to your personal experience. That's when it gets embarrassing for oh, me. I could do that. No, <laughs> don't do that. Stop. 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 <laughs> 
Um, okay, Cassie continues. This book was just okay for me. I don't particularly like billionaires or babies in romance novels, but also there were so many similar sex scenes. Yikes. Um, no billionaires or babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's both in this one. <laughs> Well, there's no um, baby. The baby doesn't even show yeah, up in the just book. just a lot of talk about a baby. Yes. Um, Cassie continues, I can't wait to hear you la- ladies to react to this one, though. Um, yeah, I feel like we let you down because... I'm sorry. We kind of liked it. Oh. I should be more appalled. <laughs> Ellen, I can't believe you made me read this filth. Yeah. But I liked um, it. <laughs> <laughs> He's so dirty. But it was so good. But um, I liked it. <laughs> Giselle said, I loved the premise, but the execution fell short. I thought it started out really strong, lagged in the middle, and had a lackluster end. I also thought the hero was a whiny diaper baby. (laughs) I like that phrase, whiny (laughs) diaper baby. Uh, She said, Roxanne deserved a man as strong as she was. I think he was. He just needed to get there, you know. He needed to recognize his own strength. Like we said, he's got some daddy issues. Um, he's got some insecurities he needed to overcome. Uh, Catherine says, can anyone confirm if Spain Spanish uses the word, the J word more frequently, or if I'm just super sheltered? I'd literally never heard or seen it before this book. And I use Spanish almost every day. It was hard to get on board with the premise, but would potentially read another book by this author. Well, I, I don't know where she's from. Um, I can contest the fact that Spain Spanish is quite a bit different yeah, than, than Mexican Spanish. Yeah, or that we use here. Most in, of the Spanish that we use over yeah. here. So, because um, <laughs> when we went to Spain, I thought, oh, I know some Spanish. And I would ask things and people would look at me like, I have no idea what words you're using right now. <laughs> Honestly, um, I felt like there was a lot of words that were used here where I was like, oh, that's kind of like an Italian word. And so I kind of wonder if, there's more kind of crossover in Italian and Spain Spanish, which well, would make Portuguese sense. too, which would make sense because they're all kind of right in there. Yeah. More than over here. Um, I can't help you on that one, Catherine. Um, but I do feel like, because I, I took Spanish in high school and then we actually, we, we were in Spain. How long were we in Spain that summer? Three weeks. Okay. Almost um, a month. Yeah, we, we, my dad was stationed in Spain when I was like 15. Um, and really the biggest dilemma that I had was that the fifth Harry Potter book came out when we were over there and we were trying to find it in English. Yeah, it was a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) It nearly killed her. (laughs) (laughs) That's the main thing I remember from that trip. But, um, and I, I do recall Having been taking Spanish all throughout high school and then going to Spain, I do recall seeing more J's than I was used to in learning Spanish. Well, their J word is the F word. That that word that they kept using is Mm -hmm. like the F word. Um, And having taught in the California school system for many years, (laughs) I've been called a lot of Spanish swear words. (laughs) I pride myself. Mom had, like, her name written on the bathroom walls at her school, so. I figured if it didn't say, you know, Mrs. Lloyd is a bitch, on the on the walls at least one time during the year, I was not doing my job yeah. right. 
But um, and I'd take and pictures of it. <laughs> so I, was like, I wore it like a, you know, like a shield of great honor. But um, uh, I have not heard the J word very often in that Spanish. The P word. I've been called the P word. <laughs> I can believe that. That one I know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> speaking but, yeah. of calling calling you the P word, my my boyfriend was like, if I called my mother a bitch as often as you call your mother, <laughs> he's like, my dad would wallop me. I'm like, and he's like, and you and your dad do it together. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, your dad, we, yeah. We've like taken your... back the word. You know, it's a term of endearment in our family. It is. You're such a bitch. <laughs> and I and as I told him, I'm like, well, the difference being that your mom is not one and mine is. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. This episode is over. <laughs> uh, um, okay, Natalie says, I liked the idea of gender flipping the billionaire trope. I had a hard time getting on board for the first couple of chapters because Roxanne seems so horrible, but the author really managed to turn my opinion around regarding her, so I appreciate that. Mateo was fine, I guess. I liked Mateo's sister and his half-brother, despite the lack of on-page screen time. I would totally read a book about him. I think you will get the chance to do that if you want to. Uh, She says, even though there was a lot going on, it felt like the book dragged in the middle. So I did have some issues with the pacing. I thought the setting was interesting. And this book really made me want to go wine tasting. Um, Yeah, I I really, I mean, I liked the setting because I have been to Spain a a couple times at this point now. Um, We were in in Southern Spain when our family went. Yeah, and and like we went to Madrid, and I've gone to Barcelona and things like that. Um, Had a great time in Barcelona. Maybe I'll tell that story sometime. (laughs) Um, Anyway, um, but I did like the Spain-ness of it all and the NorCal-ness of it all. I mean, this book is really suited to our family. (laughs) Um, But... Uh, yeah, like I said, it just, it felt different than every other book that I feel like I've read lately. So I, I enjoyed that about it. Um, the pacing, I think, like I said, I was helped by the fact that I read it all in one sitting Yeah. because I didn't really get the opportunity to feel bogged down in the pacing. Um, I didn't feel bogged down in the pacing. I thought the story moved along at a good clip. I didn't. I mean, I guess if you wanted, I don't know, maybe people who aren't like us want more sex throughout the story or I don't know. I don't know that it's even that, but I mean, I would say comparatively the middle does slow down a bit, but I don't know. I feel like that happens with most books. Most so. Books. Um, And finally, Lori says, I really liked the concept of this book, the powerful businesswoman coming to the rescue of the prince in need. However, I only managed to get about 60% of the way through it. It seemed like... It seemed like things were about to implode and I just didn't have it in me, especially since I really didn't like Roxanne. She was obviously being set up for a redemption arc and the tidbits about her childhood were an effort to justify her choices, but I just didn't like her enough to see it all unfold. I've still got the book from my library for another week or so. Depending on y'all's discussion and other Noyomo's comments, maybe I'll reconsider finishing it. Um, at 60%, I don't know. I would say maybe 
finish it. I I really and I think she does a really good job of turning Roxanne around, especially well, around at 60%, that point. I don't think they had gone to Kansas yet. I think they're in Kansas is what okay. is happening. Like a huge. Anyway, I um, I am glad I finished it. I I love this story. I thought it was yeah just a fun read. Um, I do want to say, as soon as they started talking about the he and she of the prince or the princess of the, what kind of baby they were going to have, I knew I they were going to have the twins. ending. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that ending coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, for a while, I thought they were going to for sure get a boy. But then I was like, when they were like, we're fine. And then when they were saying she was so large, I'm like, twins. It's going to be twins. twins and both. It's going to be twins. I don't know if at three weeks, I mean, at three months pregnant, you can tell the sex already, especially of twins. But I'm not a obstetrician so i could be wrong yeah but it always seems like it i i was i thought it was always like at five months that you could tell the sex sex, but um anyway mom any final thoughts on this book no if you didn't finish it i would recommend finishing it but if you weren't enjoying it thus far then maybe it's not your cup of tea but i really Uh, really liked it yeah i'm surprised that it seemed to not it's like seems to be on the lower end of things for most people. I I think I loved this one, you guys. I I really liked it and I think like I said maybe it was just hitting me at a time where I needed kind of like a bonkers fun book. Um but I really liked it and I liked that they as characters felt very different from what I've been reading lately and the Latinx and the um, Spanishness of it all felt gave it a different feel than. Um, I will agree with. Um, I can't remember who said it because I didn't wasn't I wasn't really paying attention when you were yeah, reading. Yeah, you never do. <laughs> but I do agree that I liked the flip on the billionaire. Um, yeah, that's Natalie said that. Yeah, I liked that as well. I liked the flip on the billionaire, so it was a billionaire woman here yeah. heroine instead of a billionaire. Yeah, we've had enough guy. billionaire playboys. They're yeah, they're seriously. they're dried out at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I thought this, this one was a definite win for me, but I can see it not being for everybody, but I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so thank you to Elizabeth for the recommendation. Um, so those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on Lush Money by Angelina M. Lopez. We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is at, which is, I always do that. Our Facebook group, which is not your mom's Facebook group, our Goodreads group, our Twitter and Instagram, which are both at notyourmomsrom, or you can email us at notyourmomsromancebookclub at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like to suggest a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. On March 9th, we're in March, that's crazy, we'll be discussing Becoming a Vincent by C.M. Owens. Uh, Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show and we just love to read them all right thanks mom you're welcome dear see you later bye y'all bye not your mom's romance book club is part of the frolic podcast network you can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts